cliffcentral.com. Now it's yeah. time for us to move on to something much more interesting than, than uh, the contents of our own heads. We're going to talk about the contents of other people's collections. This is where we talk to uh, people yes. all over the country and doing all kinds of interesting things and uh, collecting amazing stuff. It is Collectomania, which is brought to you by the South African Gold Coin Exchange and the Scoin Shop. We have met amazing people, and we've learned about their incredible collections. Some of them are on the border of being insane and being obsessed, and I count myself. Yeah, pretty much. I count myself <laughs> in that category. And um, you know, my brother had the, the the cheek to say the other day something like, "Oh." I don't understand these people are totally obsessed with things. And I said to him, <clears throat> you were actually on Collectomania because you're obsessed with your collections. Yeah. I've been on the show from the get-go because I, I love this more than anything else in the week where we get to explore these people's collections. And today is no different. Today we're going to join Amelia McPherson who sent us an email about her collection. So Amelia said this, and then I'll introduce you to her. She said, hey, Gareth, I thought I'd show you my rosary collection for Collectomania. It's still growing, but each rosary is unique because I've collected it from different religious sites all over the world. I buy a rosary after visiting a holy site. I've bought rosaries in Jordan, Israel, Palestine, Turkey, Rome, Spain, India, and my most special one from the car guard in Johannesburg. Each rosary is unique in terms of what it, com it uh, commemorates. Those that come from Rome are usually about the reign of the current Pope, and those from Jerusalem have a piece of the Holy Land or are branded with the location as to where they come from. The rosary from India is interesting, and we'll find out about that in a second. So let's introduce you to Amelia. Hey, Amelia, nice to see you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good morning. Good morning from Amsterdam this you, morning. You look amazingly yes. fresh and bright and full of morning joy this morning. It could be because your temperature in Amsterdam is significantly better than ours here in South Africa, right? Yeah, most definitely. It's a wonderful morning. <laughs> uh, it'll probably rain in about 15 minutes, but uh, I'm going to take what I have at the moment. So tell us, uh, first of all, you, you're in Amsterdam. Um, you've been listening yes. to the show for a while. And, and what, what brings you to Amsterdam? What do you do there? Yeah, I mean, um, I've been listening to the show since you guys were on 5FM. Uh, Thank you. I'm actually so star starstruck by Leanne at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't know what to say. I'm starstruck. There she is. I remember, I remember, uh, I remember your telenovela on 5FM back in the day, and that was, it, was, it would brighten my morning. So when you say that uh, tell stories to make people happy, I'm definitely one of those people, Leanne. Are so, you talking about that uh, terrible show, Days of Our Mornings? That, Yes, that's it. It was fantastic. <laughs> it's the worst, the worst soap opera in history. All right, so you, what are you doing yeah. in Amsterdam? Yeah. So uh, we're, but my husband and I are both working here. We uh, we relocated during the lockdown actually last year, so um, it, it was a pretty interesting move. Sure. But there's a there's a massive South African community out here in Amsterdam. I mean, there's parts of it that are that are uh, Johannesburg and Cape Town. Wow. Little Johannesburg and little Cape Town. So. Um, it, it's an awesome place. Um, it's not South Africa, of course. You know, it's not Johannesburg or, or Cape right. Town for that matter. But uh, it, it's it's an interesting place and and very well located for travel, which is something Amazing. that uh, that I enjoy doing. Well, first yeah. of all, you must be really brave to have relocated during lockdown. That couldn't have been easy. And the fact yeah. that you've you've managed to settle in there is to your credit. Now let's talk about yeah. your let's talk about your collection because this is always interesting. So yeah. a rosary collection. I, I'm going to assume you're Catholic because otherwise rosaries wouldn't really be in your universe. Yeah, I'm not Catholic. Uh, I am. I am. <laughs> See? Uh, this is amazing. So it's, it's just interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Um, I'm, 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 I am, I'm a, a person who, you know, I am, a, I do have a Christian faith and I do follow my faith, but mm -hmm. I'm not Catholic. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's the beauty of the rosary, which is the thing that I find most attractive. Um, uh, the, the sort of Christian iconography, which is just so detailed on a little piece of silver, you know, at the end mm -hmm. of the cross, uh, which I find very interesting. Uh, but also part of a greater picture, which is which is generally Christian iconography from the early early part of the, the you know, sort of uh, the formation of the Christian Church. Wow! And um, and so it's to me it's 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 a very intersectional item, um, very multi layered as well. And and one of those layers is it's uh, something we love doing, which is traveling, uh, history, which is another massive interest of mine. And uh, and and my faith, you know. So it's where the three. I think that's so special. You you, you know, you don't yeah. have to you don't have to be orthodox to to yeah. carry the orthodox symbols of a particular faith. And and I mean yeah. rosaries. The the reason I assumed you were Catholic is because a lot of Catholic people have a rosary for the purposes of saying the rosary, which is Absolutely. almost like this prayer, mm -hmm. which they you know it's an incantation, it's a prayer, and it could be for help it could be for forgiveness it could be for strength it could be for whatever and they rub the beads yeah. and they actually say yeah. there's a there's a certain prayer that gets said as the beads are, are felt between the fingers and then it usually contains some sort of almost like a you know a, a, a relic it's it it yeah. usually contains some kind of relic it might be something which is not particularly rare like a, a little stone from the holy land or a or yeah. a piece of of wood from a you know, an old uh, Catholic saints icon or whatever it might have been. So in your case, yeah. take us through some of these so we can we can get to understand them. I think it's really interesting yeah. to see them at the same time. So here's a collection yeah. of them on the wall. Look at that. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Um, so so that's just a snapshot of the ones that I could fit into a picture. Okay. Uh, I, the, 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 this collection is about 16 or 17 pieces at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um so, so just to take you through them, um, uh, sort of, I, I picked up my first piece in about 2013, which was in Italy, in Rome. And, uh, and I think from there, you know, just, you, you, you know, another aspect of it is, you, you know, when you travel, there's just a kitschness of the souvenirs that you pick up when you travel. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I just not wanting to bring back things that are meaningless and, and cheap and a euro or a dollar or whatever it, it would be. Um, the rosary started to be something that was very momentous of the, the particular travel where, of where I was. Uh -huh. And so th that's the sort of genesis of why I started to buy them as well. Right. Um, but um, so, so th there's a few pieces from Italy. Um, they all trace a religious uh, locations where um, you can sort of link it back to a biblical story or a, uh, something that happened in one of the, the books of the Bible. Right. So the Italian ones really um, profile um, St. Paul and St. Peter. Mm -hmm. um, and then the collection, I went, we made a trip to Jerusalem, uh, to Israel, Jerusalem, and Jordan. Oh, wow. And those then profile the life of Jesus and a little bit of St. Paul as well, because he's such a, he's such a, ma a massive figure in the Christian faith. So um, the most special piece, if you, if I, if I can point it out to you, is uh, is the the pink and blue one, which is the fourth one in the yeah, that's the is one. that the Perfect. one? Yeah, beautiful. That's the one. Yeah, it's uh, that is from uh, from Jordan in a, in a place called Bethany, um, which is there, there's a massive fight between Israel and Jordan right on the border, and uh, I mean there's a it's a river Jordan that runs through, and it's the the river is about a meter. Uh, from from Jordan side to Israel side, and you look across, and there's Israel on the other side of the river. Hmm. 
it um, there, sure. there's a dispute in that particular part of the world about uh, where was the baptism site of, of, of Jesus. So the Jordanians believe it was on the Jordanian side of the river and the Israelis believe it was on the Israeli side of the river. <laughs> so um, this piece is from there. The site is very special. Um, uh, again, somebody, uh, you know, prescribes to a faith when you visit the sites, there's definitely something very special about it. Um, uh, this is this is an awesome piece. The other the other site, which was particularly interesting and special was uh, it was Bethlehem in, in Palestine. But just and, uh, before you uh, move on from Bethany, I'm interested yeah. in this. I mean, there must be people yeah. who, who go there to be baptized, right? Yes. Yeah. There's a massive, it, you, again, commercialization of these religious sites is also a, a, a big problem. Um, so you have these tour groups that are 80 to 100 people at a time baptizing themselves in the Jordan River. Sure. Um, and at the wrong time of the year, the Jordan River is very dirty. You know, I, yeah. hope, I hope I don't get taken oh, up for that comment, but um, <laughs> it, it, it's a bit like, again, like baptizing yourself in the Ganges. It's there's it's so many people have been into that river yeah. uh, to be baptized. But um, forget coronavirus. Yeah, so, the things you could get out of the Jordan River at the wrong time of year would be much worse. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it, it is massively commercialized. Right. Um, the Jordanian side of things, though, uh, because they get less tourism than Israel, uh, it definitely had a more of an authentic feel and, and really made me lean towards that. This is probably the more authentic of the two sites. Right. Um, yeah. So that, that yeah. cross comes from there and that rosary. Yeah. And, and yeah. does it does it contain anything from the, the river? Does it is it just made there? Is it just something they sell there? I mean, have you have you investigated yeah. any of that stuff or for you? Was yeah, it just so a memento? It's it's more it's more of a memento. Uh, however, the the stone is um is is, is a it's a quartz. It's a pink rose quartz that's mm-hmm. in that particular uh, that particular rosary. Right. And um, it, again, you know, it's how do I describe it? It's it's got a little piece. They call it Terra Terra. Uh, it's got Terra Jerusalem written on it. Okay. It's a little bit of piece of the sand that they uh, embed in the just above the fifth rose, uh, fifth Am- bead amazing. of the rosary. Amazing. All right. So yeah. what's what's this one here? Is that the same one? So, so that's the one, right? So behind that, and you can't see it, uh, is a little piece of t- like a little bit of sand, right? That's embedded in a glass. Oh, right. In in this in that yeah. bead over there. So whose face is yeah. that on that silver piece in the middle there? It's it's generally the Pope, so it's the reigning Pope okay. that would would have his face in the rosary because of it being a, a Catholic icon as such. Yeah. yeah, which one is this? This green, right? So this this is this is a lovely piece as well. So this uh, I was I was telling you about our trip to Palestine, uh, and and when we went to Bethlehem, and mm-hmm. uh, again a wonderful, very moving sight when you get there, but a big portion of it is having to go through the Palestinian territory. So. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that comment about what's going on between Israel and Palestine, and I, I take no particular side in this. But when you are when you when you travel between Israel and Palestine, there's definitely something that's not right, you know, and you see it for yourself. And uh, high walls and and a lot of uh, uh, imagery that makes you you think that you're in a war torn area. And um, uh, going through, going through, the, you know, you see the suffering of the people that you're you're driving past in your right. your air conditioned uh, cab to take to you to the bus. site, and you see how terrible things are, and then you get to this very um, well adorned, beautiful, uh, pay two euros to get in uh, kind of uh, tourist attraction mm. uh, that's very well kept in the middle of Bethlehem, which is in the middle of the Palestinian territory. 
So um, again, very multi-layered in terms of, you know, it's a rosary I collected for, for, for you know, a portion of my belief, a portion of my travel, sure. but also just, just to understand that there's also suffering that's going on in, in a lot of these places that we visit. Yeah. So this one's also, is, is, is that uh, Mary or is it St. Christopher or who is that in the middle there? So, so that's Mary, and and a lot of the rosary has also got to do with the veneration of of Mary um, and prayers to Mary. So, right. um, you, you know, she is uh, there. There's Christian law as such, which uh, indicates that if you say the rosary and you do it religiously every day, that uh, you'll get a better place in heaven one day. Uh, so it's not something I oh, prescribe well. to personally. So, but uh, Leanne and Bolello, Leanne yeah. Bolello, you and I, Amelia, we're all we're at the back of the queue if we have to say the rosary every day because I don't think I've yeah. <laughs> I've ever done that. So I've, I think we're we're a bit screwed. Now, yeah, do you have the the kind of obsession where you have to stop yourself from buying these, or is it something you're quite disciplined about? You buy one in a particular place. Yeah. You remember it for those reasons. It's important to you and special to you for those reasons, but you're not just collecting rosaries here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, 100%. So so the rules are that I have to buy it at the, the religious location. So right. can't buy it from the vendor next to it who's selling it for five euros cheaper than what I'm paying for it. Um, you have to buy it at the at the little, uh, you know, in a, in a Catholic church, what you'll usually find is a little annex where they have candles and rosaries and you sort of, Postcards sometimes. So, uh, you know, how did you end up? Down. How did you end up with one from India? Because India is not one of the places that Jesus is meant to have gone to, as far as I can remember. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so India, you you bought a rosary there, and it's particularly special to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so it's it's also you know we're, we're tracing uh, Christian history, but we're also like looking for saints. So, I'm all mm-hmm. over the world trying to to locate the next saint that I can find. Sure. I, I need to tell you, I, my next trip is to Saint Petersburg because we um, oh, there's wow. stories about is the stories about uh, the the apostle Andrew and uh, his his trips to Russia or the land of the man eaters. But I uh, will get there. Right. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so, so uh, in, India is particularly interesting. Um, so I'm just getting a bit of feedback. Oh, no, no, carry on. Yeah. We can hear you perfectly. Go on. So uh, India is interesting because St. Thomas, um, Thomas the Doubter, the, the known as Doubting Thomas in, in the Christian Gospels, his last known location was was Kerala in the south of India. And there's a, a number of religious sites that venerate his death in India, mm-hmm. uh, in Kerala in particular. And um, so we, we visited the, uh, my husband and I visited uh, visited the, the location of his death. The, the, again, the Christian law says that he was, um, he was shot with a bow and arrow and it pierced his side and that's how he died. Um, a, a part of that also is that all your apostles of Jesus' apostles were martyred. So, you know, it fits that, that's, that, that particular right. narrative as well. Um, and so that, we went to that particular location and I picked up the rosary at that church in Kerala. Amazing. And, and, which... and it's handmade. So it's the first rosary uh, that I believe that's 100% handmade. Um, uh-huh. Again, you know, again, to this, this aspect of commercialization of travel and mementos right. and things that you pick up. Um, I don't believe that any of them are, are made in Jerusalem or made in uh, Jordan or Rome. I think a lot of them are made in China. <laughs> like most things are made in China, um, yeah, sure. but but you know it's it's the buying it where where it's from yeah. is that's special to me. I love yeah. that. That's so that's spectacular. Yeah. So yeah. where do you keep all of these? Do you, do you display them on the wall like you just showed us in that one picture, or do you keep them in a in a box all together? Or because yeah. you don't want them getting all tangled up either. 
Absolutely right. So I'm between <laughs> homes at the moment. So I've got them in a box. Okay. <laughs> so, um, but when we move into our, our, our home here in, in, in the Netherlands, I'm, I ha- usually have them on a display. So it's got a little glass box and they hang quite neatly next to one another. Beautiful. But I need to get a new one because the collection is growing quite fast. I think that's so special. How awesome is this? And especially yeah. because you you know you are you, you you're a, you're a christian so it means something more to you than it would to someone who's just collecting trinkets you know some yes. people might collect them for their artistic value some people might collect them just to remind themselves of the trips they've been on but it's almost more special than that for you because there's an element of spiritual kind of connection that happens i think that's magic yeah absolutely yeah it's lovely so what do you think of this leanne this is pretty pretty much one of the the, the most interesting collections i've seen yeah, absolutely. And I'm I'm just reading um the comments and how people are didn't know that rosaries, you know, were what they are. So mm-hmm. it's it's really interesting to hear. Um and also we have a comment from um uh Kamikaze, which is beneath that one, which which says, and I'm sure not only applies to to Gareth, but um, just watch a doc, documentary on YouTube named Jesus in India or hmm. the Missing Years of India. Wow. Okay. Um, that sounds yeah, good. So that's something that I'd, I'd like to look into. Urweshi says, uh, this is so interesting. I didn't know that rosaries could be this interesting. Atiswa is saying the same thing. See, there we go. This is very cool. And you've got Zulu stuff on your wall there. You've got a, you've got like a traditional yeah. Zulu headdress. <laughs> It's just, I miss home like a hole in the head. Like people don't realize, like even during the, the week of the protest, I, you could have put me in the middle of the protest and I would have been very happy. <laughs> so, oh my God, that tells you something. Yeah, no, we, we really do miss home. Uh, we, we really, we're not, we're not coming home soon, but it, we, oh gosh, we miss it. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, according to Gen X, this is my favorite collection so far. I think she left out the word far, but that's what she says. You know, um, I, I think this is just great. Again, even if you're moving house, even if you're living in a different country and you can't move your entire collection around with you, some of it's in boxes or whatever, it just shows you how important this is. Like I guarantee you one of the first things you did when you moved into your house was think about where you're going to put your collection and yeah. how much of it yeah. you could take out. That's how important these things are to those of us who collect. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I just wanted to also say that this collection doesn't have a monetary value at mm. all. Like I couldn't tell you, like if you had to ask me how much I've spent on, on the collection, I would probably say about 4,000 Rand in total. You know, it's not a high value collection, but it is a, a, a collection of very high sentimental value. Amazing. Um, and it, it was an interesting question when we had our insurance assessors mm-hmm. ask us, what's the most valued thing for you? And I'm like, well, it's this rosary collection. Uh, and they were like, well, we can't give it a value. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Amelia, I'm so pleased you got to share it with us because this is such a great example of what we do on, on Collectomania. And uh, good luck to you. Keep collecting and enjoy your trip to Thank St. You. Petersburg and be sure to let us know how it, how it goes. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for the time, guys. Appreciate it. Great to have you on. Thanks, Amelia. Yeah. Good to meet that's, you. That's you so too. Great. Love it. Bye. Um, no, that's really cool. I just, I, you know what, this is, um, this is my favorite part of the week where we get to explore other people's collections. You know why? Because it makes me feel better about being a lunatic obsessive collector. That's all. <laughs> it's schadenfreude. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm not the yeah. only one. I'm not the only one who's mad who's collecting stuff. There are obviously other people who do this too. Cliffcentral.com.